You're listening to the Portland Diamond Project podcast. Shut up! You're killing me, Smalls. Working to bring Major League Baseball and a new ballpark to Portland. How can you not be romantic about baseball? People will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Welcome into another edition of the Portland Diamond Project podcast. I'm Mike Barrett, Managing Director of PDP, and we've got a special PDP Day podcast lined up for you. While celebrating the two-year anniversary of the Portland Diamond Project, we invited John Canzano and his radio show down to our clubhouse for a live event. In this podcast, you'll listen in as I sit down with Canzano to talk all things MLB to PDX. So let's get to it. This is the bald-faced truth. A lot of friends, a lot of family hanging out here at the clubhouse. That's what they call it, the clubhouse, Portland Diamond Project headquarters. Mike Barrett, managing director of the Portland Diamond Project. Very official title that Barrett is now uh, wielding. Uh, how are you, Mike Barrett? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Managing director. Do you have a business card? Yeah, you want to see it? I would love to see that. Hang on a minute. I, I won't put your phone number out there, but I love that. That's a good title. Let me see. Oh, this one actually have... says managing partner. It, it says managing partner? You don't have one of those? I don't have one. Right. No. I got your we number. We just fixed that. I have your... We just took care of that. How yeah. are you, man? I'm good. How are good you? Good crowd. Great crowd. Yeah. The support is always, you know, I was talking to uh, one of the TV stations a while ago, and I think that's, there have been a lot of things that have been surprising and fun about this, and we thought that, you know, you start into this, and you know you're going to have support because it's baseball, and, yeah. we, you know, it's kind of been tried before here. But the events we've had that have been just so, like, grassroots, and yeah. we haven't had to make a huge effort, and people just show up to support you, that part's really cool. It's 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 both... I don't know, kind of humbling at the same time because it's something that, you know, Craig and I have to sit back sometimes and see how big our team has gotten and how much support we now have, and it's yeah. it feels really cool. And I it's a it. ballpark crowd. Like, it's families, it's good-looking people. Like, like there's no <laughs> bad-looking people in this room. That's for right? sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, but I, I could envision these are people who will show up at the stadium. These yeah. are people who would buy season tickets. They would come to games and support the team. And now you have renderings up on the wall here that are brand new. I asked Craig Cheek to tell me uh, uh, what, what I was looking at. But tell me which one of those is your favorite. Because you've seen these for a while. It's the first time I'm seeing them. Yeah, we've got lots of renderings. I kind of like the one where the guys are sitting in the... What is that area called there? Um, that is like a loge suite. Mm. So, you know, the one thing about... And this is one cool thing we can do. We can borrow from some of the yeah. projects that have been out there. Um Luxury suite stuff like ballparks are kind of out right now, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. Um, and so Atlanta, we when we toured their ballpark, they have all these just four-top tables everywhere because yeah. we some of the young people, it seems like, like to yeah. – they only sit in their seat yeah, like we 20% do. of the time. We do like to do that. Yes, we like I to should be, have just asked you. Forget like the economic be. study. <laughs> um, Us young people like to be at those high-top tables. Exactly. <laughs> but so, so not kind of the open-air stuff, not the suites where you feel like you're, you know, way on yeah. top of a hill looking down. Yeah. It feels so disconnected from the ballpark. I've been in suites at games, and you look up, and it's like the fifth inning. You've missed the whole game. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm at a baseball game. Right. Might as well be watching it on TV. Might as well be in the press box working. Because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, you're not there to, to enjoy yourself. Yeah, I've never been a real yeah. luxury suite guy. So, anyway, we've, we've kind of tried to – take some new ideas so some of the 
renderings, that one in, in particular, kind of gives you the idea and the feel of yeah. some of the ballparks we've been to where it's not a way out of the way glass box you're watching the game in. So that's what that is. And I think it's, yeah, there's some cool stuff. Some of these are, yeah, we've seen, and the one that at the bottom there is more of a left field. That's kind, Atlanta kind of has that same thing. Yeah, what is that? They're behind kind of a glass But it's window? more of just a, or what is no, that? it's not a window. It's open air. Oh. So Atlanta, um, at SunTrust, they have their right field. And theirs is actually down in the ground a little yeah. bit. You sit down there, but you can actually, you know, you can, Talk you're to at the field p- level. How is Darwin Barron going to feel about people ripping him? People talking to him while he's trying to play baseball. That's, that, that's, that's what Craig up. always says about that rendering: yeah. is you can just chirp at the right fielder all yeah. the game <laughs> if you wanted to. No, I like it, but you know that process of kind of taking the best of what we've seen out there, which we really yeah. like, and then applying it to what we want to do here, and you borrow a little bit here, and you kind of let your architects, be it at Populous in Kansas City or at TVA here in Portland, kind of let them go crazy and dream a little bit. Those things are fun. So that's been a really fun part of the process. Rob Manfred got a contract extension. He's doing a lot of things with rule changes. I kind of feel like he's at a point where maybe he needs to say, hey, expansion's going to happen. This is going to be my legacy. Like he needs he, – I don't really feel like he's grabbed the reins and owned something in baseball. Could expansion be part of his legacy or – yeah. I think so. I mean, I think they've talked about realignment. They've talked about cutting down on travel. These are all things he's addressed. Um, I think it was a year and a half ago in Seattle when he talked about the teams on a list for expansion. He mentioned Portland, and he was asked the question, ironically, in Seattle about it. So, no, I know it. I know he wants to get to it. What he always says, we, what we would expect, he says, I have to – I want to get Oakland and Tampa settled before I get to expansion. And what we have always said is, well, if we can help get one of them settled, great. If not, we're there for expansion. And so I think to come in and give options and to be able to be flexible and move and help him um, is what we're trying to do. But I think that, you know, our timeline, we're hoping meshes with all of those uh, timelines of Major League Baseball and of the process. We think they will. Um, but I think I don't think there's anything wrong with us just going full steam down the tracks and applying a little pressure too. And and there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mike Barrett is with us, uh, managing partner of the Portland Diamond Project, according to his business card. Yeah, I don't know which, um, which is right there. I, <laughs> director or partner? I like both of those. Okay, interchangeable. Slash. Uh, you and I are going to a game. How are we getting to this stadium? What's the? Uh, We're walking, man. From here. Yeah, I'm walking from like, so we gotta leave right now. Yeah, right now. I think it depends. I think that again, this is something yeah. that we've gone to other ballparks. So when, it, when it, I hate to bring up Atlanta, again, I do like the idea of walking to a game, though. I do too. Yeah, but the the crazy part is, and 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 there's a couple different things, but the ride sharing thing. So I don't know if, if people have been to some of these big concerts. So last year, I was at Stagecoach in Palm Springs which is a madhouse, crazy, and it's right after Coachella. Yeah. And they've got these – so you walk into the ride-sharing area, <laughs> and it's like 15 lanes, yeah. and your phone goes to their Wi-Fi system, and then you get a number on what car you're in. You go to the car, and you're gone. And it runs like a mini train station, but like it's that. all ride-sharing. So Atlanta did this at SunTrust. You know, Atlanta's a horrible traffic town. Yeah. And they went out to this area that people said, don't put the ballpark there in Cobb County. The freeways are already jammed. And they've got a guy who helps run the traffic signals, who works at the actual ballpark for right around the ballpark. And they haven't really seen a, 
a massive increase in the traffic issues there. So there are lots of ways to get it done. I mean, and I don't mean to just throw out ride sharing and Uber and Lyft, but yeah. that is a big one because it runs like a kind of light rail system. Um, light rail, you know, obviously, depending on where we're at, um, we're going to have lots of options. Water for, taxi? Sure. I like that, too. We've had those meetings. I like that. A lot of people interested in that. The kids would love that. They'd, they would. They would geek out on it. And then you utilize parking spaces. So let's hypothetically say you're at T2 and you've got parking garages maybe that aren't being used at Moda Center, even OMSI. And yeah. if you have a water taxi, pick up people and drop them at the ballpark. Yeah, that, that's another way. We want it to be, again, this is a think outside the box thing where we go to people in meetings and say, hey, give us some ideas. We don't have it all figured out. And we're in that process. But clearly infrastructure is a huge thing. You and I have talked about yeah. that a number of times. Mike Barrett is with us. Uh, I, I want to, I do want to open. Can I open the phone lines and have people ask questions? Is that a sure? Most people say no to that, but you're a broadcaster. I don't you're, care. I haven't taken calls in years. You want to take a couple calls? A couple years. All right. Yeah, Five, sure. Five zero three four one seven seventy five seventy five. Got a question for Mike Barrett. He says all subjects are on the table. Are they? <laughs> Everything is on sure. the table. Do you miss the NBA? In some ways, I miss parts of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't miss being away from home, no. missing kids' plays no. and sports events. Yeah, no, and... I'm way more involved. And you know, not just that, but I have. We talked about yeah. this, but I have way more margin now to, you know, I got a buddy who's got problems and wants to have breakfast or wants to grab a beer after work or something. I can go do it. I just yeah. And 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 a lot of guys don't understand that when you're in that world. Yes, you have some time in the summer, but you just don't have time for that stuff. So that part has been great to have more time. I also think, too, that, um, you know, you it's a job when you're at a sports game. I, I run into this, okay? So uh, people say, I'm a columnist. I don't go to every Blazer game. And part of that is sometimes when I'm not working, I don't want to go to the games because that's where I go to work. Yeah, and right. for me, it's um, – I do like watching the games. I like following the teams. But – um, when I'm not around the team or in the off season, I don't miss it. I got to be honest. Oh, I, recreate somewhere else. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's. I, I almost feel like sometimes as a fan, like it ruins it as the fan. The fan in you gets killed yeah. in a way as a broadcaster or a media person because you're there at the game and I'm always thinking, what would I be writing? What would I be saying? Exactly. Why? Why do they substitute that person? And and you can't really relax. Yeah, and I and I don't. I haven't watched. Man, I haven't watched hardly any NBA since I left. I mean, really, and it hasn't really been an intent. I just have other things going on, but I did watch some of the, uh, you know, the final four yeah. and, and I watched a little bit of the tournament. I tend to, and I don't sit, I never used to sit and watch games and critique play by play guys or the broadcast yeah. in general or watch their shots. I started kind of doing that the other night, not in a bad way. Cause obviously I will. You're there. Jim Nance is there's awesome. nobody better than Mike. Barrett. No, come on. There, no, I will. I'd be honest with you. I, I can't listen to him because I compare him to you, and I know you. We're friends, but I compare them to you, and I go, Barrett's so much better. No, and nice I know the fan. I hear constantly from – you don't have to say – I hear constantly from Blazer fans who are like, I miss Mike Barrett. I miss Mike and Mike. I miss Mike Barrett because you were in it with them. Like, we, the franchise went through GMs. They went through Witsit and Nash and Patterson and Pritchard and <laughs> Chad you Buchanan and Cho yep. and Olshay. And you know what Man, the constant – you start listing those off. That's a long list. The constant was – Mike Barrett, you were always there. The fans were there. It was me, you, fans, and we all watched it. It was all part of the theater. It is a, it is a, a, a strong piece of connective tissue between, like you said, 
the the winds of change that always surround a team and the fan base. And I think the other thing is too is one cool thing and one thing that still is painful is yeah, I've been going to games since I was like six and seven years old. So yeah. when you're in a you know, I think people know that that when you don't have to check a notes or a book to to think back on history because yeah. you were either yeah. there or you were a few miles away or you know you were certainly listening to it at the time which yeah. I always was that part was cool but no I I appreciate and that and think about the the storage space in your brain oh my gosh how much storage space is cleared Take- out now <laughs> like it's cle- but That's how much do you sure. have taken by by Blazers history a lot that may win you a contest trivia contest one day it but, might yeah, yeah. well I- and it is funny how you the different generations of the team and you talk to people now and there's things I remember that. People they don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> 503-417-7575. Barrett's going to take your questions. David in Astoria has called in. David, what do you got? Hey, John, Mike. Uh, John, you know I'm a boat guy. I build boats for a living, and uh, and I do boating for fun. So my question is about the water taxi. How deeply have you guys looked into the practicality of that? We have had uh, some meetings with some companies who do this kind of thing, uh, especially at larger cities north of here. Um, ah. So we have we have certainly talked about it. As far as the, you know, the the nuts and bolts of it and the details of it, no. I mean, these are all things that have to be hashed out. But no, we we certainly had the meetings and talked about it. Everything's on the table for us. Really. I think the river's there. You have to think about using it as sure. a mode of transportation. Because the city also, and we've mentioned this several times, but Portland's got the, the beautiful river running through it, and there really isn't much connectivity to it. You yeah. know, you have the seawalls. And, yeah. and, yeah, the east side, they've done some great things down there by putting the, the walkway down there. And But in terms of areas you can really access, you've got the, yeah. the little area with the, the marina. But if you could... You know, that's what we love about Terminal 2 is get up there and really build a boardwalk and really activate that space with yeah. maybe another I big. I like that word, activate. Thank you. Yeah. Another big marina or two, and then you have taxi companies and whatever else. We, we love that idea. Mike Barrett is with us. He is the uh, managing partner. Keep I'm looking, a look at, looking at his card. card. I won't call you managing director. Go ahead. Of the Portland Diamond Project. Uh, he'll take your phone calls. We've got some people holding. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but uh, line up now. We've got two lines open, 503-417-7575. Will you stick around for another segment? I didn't even ask I'm you. I'm going nowhere. I feel rude. I'm right. comfortable, and I'm going nowhere. Mike Barrett is going to stick around. Unfortunately for some. He'll take your questions on any topic. We'll hear Look from it, Mike Barrett next, 503-417-7575. <laughs> leave, leave it here. We're throwing a party today to celebrate kind of the one-year Two year. Two year coming out. But wasn't it like just a year ago that you guys kind of went public? Um, was it two years ago? Well, kind of kind of one year public, but two yeah. years kind of in all. But it's actually been really closer to three since. Behind the scenes. Well, two and a half really since Craig. Yeah, since. This was happening on the down low is what you're it saying. It was happening on the down low. Yeah. yeah. Mike Barrett with us, uh, by the way. He is uh, uh, the managing partner. I don't know. Of the Portland Diamond Project. Just look at the card. Managing partner there of the go. Portland Diamond Project. Um, he is uh, going to answer your questions about Major League Baseball to Portland and other topics. 503-417-7575 if you want to weigh in. We have a really good crowd here 
at the Portland Diamond Project headquarters. We've this, had great crowds this for all event of our is, it's been uh, crazy. Open to the public. You can stop by here. Breakside Brewery is serving beer. Darwin Barney is walking around signing autographs, posing for pictures, kissing babies. Marcus Harvey signing autographs too. Marcus Harvey of uh, Portland Gear. Uh, one of your charter investors is signing uh, That's right. autographs. That's right. Uh, a lot of people here picking up the latest Portland gear for the Diamond Project. New renderings never before seen are up on the walls here if you want to take a, a look at those. And we've got this broadcast going on and some giveaways later, including Russell Wilson autographed baseball that we'll be giving away. Do you do many remotes these days? Um, I, or is this I kind don't, of a, as, I don't a do as many thing. as I used This is unique. Uh, and, and as a broadcaster, you went around to NBA stadiums. You were in a new venue all the time. Yeah. I like being in my home ballpark. Yeah. Because I everything that I need Especially is around Especially on a show me. like this. Yeah. And I've got two laptops in front of me. I can't see the board operator. He's back downtown right. blocks from here. Uh, they're texting me and messaging me. Jamal Crawford, uh, who's coming on the show later. Really? Yep. He's uh, been messaging me. He is... Uh, now giving me uh, a new phone number to call him on. Oh. Uh, how many burners do these NBA players have? I don't know. Give that number out. <laughs> accidentally, yeah. Accidentally. Just let it fly. Tweet Jamal Crawford's cell number. But you're going to take some phone calls. Sure. You're whatever you want. You're good? I, yeah, I'm comfortable. All topics on the table. All topics. <laughs> why, what are you, why are you no, saying no, no, that? I don't just, see your screens. No, I, no, all topics are on the table for me every day. Oh, is somebody going to yeah, hammer no, me or something? No, no, okay. not, no one's going to hammer you. Okay, it's okay if they Mike, do. Hammer Mike Barrett. Sure. 503-417-7575 is the number. Let's go to Eugene. Kurt and Eugene, Fox Sports Eugene. Kurt, what do you got? Hey, buddy. Speaking of road trips, you need to get down here and do a remote down here. I'll just get that on the table right away. You know what? That's a great idea. Forum. We're sending Thanks him down the there. Forum. I appreciate as a dying, uh, diehard baseball fan, I just love the possibility of baseball coming to Portland. And I'm intrigued, Mike, by your comments that you're uh, looking forward to maybe putting some uh, pressure, you say, on uh, the commissioner to get Tampa Bay and Oakland settled. Uh, what would that pressure involve? And as a longtime Red Sox fan, uh, what are the odds that we get the American League coming to Portland? That's just my dream and my hope. You know, that's funny you ask that because people often ask American or national. And, and so we think about that all the time. And honestly, it's either at this point for me. I just want to see it happen. But, gosh, I think, yes, the first thought is, okay, let's set up a great rivalry in the American League. Then I look at the National League West, and I think, man, that'd be a cool to be a part of that, too. So it, by pressure, I guess, to get back to the first part of your question, and I don't mean that from a standpoint. I don't mean that to sound arrogant at all. I, I, I think on our timeline, and that's when I was talking about that, if we continue to go down the road and show that we're ready and show that the support is here, show that we've got the support financially, you got land tied up. You're heading down the tracks. I guess that's what I mean. It's the natural pressure applied by being ready. And you hope that timeline matches. You know, you can do it on parallel tracks with MLB. That's been our hope from the get-go. Um, so I guess that's what I mean more by pressure, not, not in terms of that we have any massive influence over what Major League Baseball does. Yeah, but because being ready is like – That's what I mean, I but guess. But you yeah. can't – it's like – prom dates too you don't want to be like i'm here whenever you get around to wanting me as a prom date you're the fashionably late guy yeah you, pulling in in mom's oldsmobile yeah, just can, a few <laughs> minutes late you gotta be you gotta be i didn't go to my senior prom by the way why because my date she didn't like the dress that she had picked out and like two days before she was freaking out about it and we finally just said you know what this is too much pressure let's just go out and have dinner we didn't go to the prom no kidding 
still a sore spot. I was going to say, I got to get tell. Anna. I got to get Anna, and we got to go to one of the. You got to go to. A, that'd be creepy, but you could you could try it. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, let's go to Mitch, who's called in. Uh, Mitch is in uh, New Jersey, listening to the show. Mitch, I appreciate that you listen every day. Thanks for taking my call. How are we doing, guys? Good. Uh, beautiful day. I hope Poland gets a team, National League, just like I want DH in both leagues. And do you think the Dodgers will finally put it together? Had they had a DH, they got, a, they got some talent in that minor league system. I think this is the year they get over the hump. You, do you like the Dodgers, Barrett? There's the question I did not think we would get. Um, are, you, are you a fan of any team, major league team? You know what? And that's, that's My dad was always a Dodger guy back because he listened back in the Brooklyn days. And so he took me down to a couple of games, and I liked them. But honestly – I grew up, and I, I was a TBS kid because you'd yeah. come home from school and the Braves would be on. Yeah. And, I, you know, I always watched because of Dale, and it's great that Dale's part of our group. And so I would have to say that I probably, honestly, and I hate to be one of those people that like, because all the kids my age. And no, then like, they, you're a Braves you, guy. Because you knew the Braves then. Yes. So, yeah, I probably would say the Braves. But these days, um, I don't know. I wanted the Dodgers to win last year. I, I more follow players than I yeah. do teams. And if there's a – Oregon connection, you know, when Jacoby was playing with the Red Sox, I pulled for them to win the World Series. So, I don't know, it tends to be, and which is kind of the same thing when I'm watching the Masters this weekend. It'll be guys that I, you know, golf, I like golf season. Rory's on fire in the Masters, Rory McIlroy. I think on it might fire. be Ricky Fowler's time. Think so? And I think, all, and, and, and Dustin Johnson could have his time as well. I'd say Spieth, but he's spraying it all over right now. I yeah. Don't, and, and hardly anybody played last week in Texas. The fact that Spieth played tells you he's trying to figure his game out. Yeah. Good, good for him for doing it. Yeah, and the Masters, um, I mean, that's a whole other subject, yeah, but yeah. it's such a beautiful outdoor <laughs> sport. We may event. hit that one before it's yeah. all over. John's and Aloha. John and Aloha, you get the last question for Mike Barrett. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Mike, I miss you uh, tremendously on uh, air with Blazer Games. But Thanks, my question John. is, do you think uh, – do you think? What do you think of internationally? Um, you know, expanding like London, Mexico City, uh, that will never happen before. Before uh, you know, the America or we get a team in yeah. the Northwest. Yeah, right? that's a, that's a great question. Um, if there are two teams added, Montreal seems to get one. That that's out of the United States. Mm -hmm. Would they dare put the second team in Mexico or somewhere else? I think that was that's certainly uh, been on their radar for a time. It was Mexico City. It was Monterey. There was there was some talk about that, and they've had success when they've gone down there. But man, there's lots of questions around that. I'm not sure that I, I think eventually yes that happens. But honestly, I don't think that happens in the next. I don't think yeah. they're ready for in, you know you another decade or so. The it's our national pastime. There, we're adding two teams. We're going to Montreal and Mexico <laughs> City. People would freak out. Yeah, I, I I know that they have looked into all of these things, and when when Commissioner Manfred mentions possibles, he certainly lists the, all of those. Yeah. But at my own opinion, personally, I don't think they. I don't think it happens. Montreal yeah. could. But I, I'm not sure that happens. Mike Barrett, you're the best. I appreciate Thank you being you, John. here Thanks and inviting us here. into your home. Thanks to the, the game for yeah. being here. You guys are always welcome. That'll do it for this week's Portland Diamond Project podcast. Be sure to head to PortlandDiamondProject.com to sign the petition and show your support for MLB to PDX.